Welcome back to the Coach's Corner, everyone. It is Peter Sachuk, your career development and training manager here with another episode in our continuing series on surviving busy season. Before we get into today's topic, just wanted to shoot a brief reminder and an update that we have our live CPE Coach's Corner webinar on February 2nd with, there's a drum roll if you couldn't hear it, Jim Skrobazinski. Jim will talk about some of the key topics from the previous three episodes give some tips and tricks for a successful busy season or really survival during busy season. And you get one credit of personal development for CPE. So it's a win-win. But today's topic, we'll continue our conversation to focus on physical and mental health during busy season. Number one, how does busy season impact our physical and mental health? Why it is so important to have strong physical and mental health during busy season? Three, we'll talk about how you can stay physically healthy, and then rounding out our conversation, how you can stay mentally healthy during busy season. Without further ado, let's jump in. Whenever we're crunched for time or overworked like we are in busy season, there's a lot of things that happen to our physical and mental health. Most of them are, if not all, are not really good for us. For one, we spend a lot of hours just sitting at our desk. If you are one of the lucky few who have a sit-to-stand desk, then that's at least some reprieve but those long hours can really take a toll on our physical health. We start to eat a lot of unhealthy foods because we need something quick, fast, and in a hurry. We don't have time to prep an actual meal. We end up drinking way too much caffeine because we're working you know, 10, 11-hour days and we don't get the required amount of sleep. We may also pass up regular exercise opportunities where we had a gym pattern before busy season, and that kind of gets upended when we head into busy season. We can't get into the gym and get the exercise that we need. And then before you know it, the days turn into nights, the long weeks turn into long weekends, and soon enough, you'll feel that you're working seven hours a day, 80 hours a week. Now, we understand that times are difficult during busy season, and while the work needs to be done, there are things that you can do to improve your physical and mental health, or at least alleviate some of those feelings you might have. Having a strong physical and mental health during busy season It helps ensure that your client's books or their taxes are in order. It's a great responsibility our clients put in our hands to make sure that those books or taxes are done correctly. If you've ever been to work without sleep or got less sleep than you did the night before, you know how difficult it can be to focus on the job when your body and your mind are not at its best. And as counterintuitive as it sounds, the way you live outside of the office may contribute to your stress inside of it. So if you're not getting that exercise, if you're not getting the recommended hours of sleep, if your diet starts to struggle, they compound your sense of frustration with the work that you're doing. You come into work tired, you realize the workload that you have, you start to get frustrated at that, you you may end up leaving, and we don't want that to happen. So when we treat ourselves with care and consideration, we are, in a certain sense, coming to the office with a fresh perspective every day. We don't feel those external stressors as much. We have a different disposition. We can really attack our work head on and hopefully alleviate some of those frustrations or feelings we have towards our work. Now, when it comes to staying physically healthy, there's many things you can do, and we'll touch on just a few of them in this episode. But the first thing is getting regular exercise. Our mental firepower is directly connected to our physical acumen or how well we can do things physically. And the truth is, Most of us don't exercise enough. In fact, a study showed that about 23% 
of individuals or accountants did not get the recommended cardio or exercise required for their you know body or their lifestyle. So in other words, about one out of four accountants really struggle to get their physical needs satisfied. Even something as simple as just walking around the office has been proven to be extremely helpful when it comes to giving you that exercise that you need, whether it's walking up and down the floor that you sit on or walking across the hallway that you work on. Any of those things can help you just get that little bit of recharge. And in fact, one of the things you could do is to go on a secret mission. Sounds really suspicious. But sometimes we can't get out for lunch. We get stuck on a project and we need to get reinvigorated to get it done. So my challenge to you is put down everything and charge through the office with intent and without stopping to talk to anyone. Go up and down the stairs and around the parking lot, as long as it's not freezing like it is in Michigan. And when you get back to your desk, you'll be re-energized. Your secret mission is complete. Another thing to stay physically healthy is to develop good sleep habits. What happens when we sleep informs how we act when we're awake. Now, many of us don't get the quality amount of sleep, whether you're in busy season or not. Count me in that group. What they recommend is getting seven to eight hours of what they call quality sleep. This means you're not tossing and turning. You're stuck awake. You can't seem to fall asleep. Your sleep schedule changes from day to day. So what we recommend you do is just try to create a regular sleep schedule. So if you say, hey, I'm going to go to bed or be in bed by 11, and I'll wake up at 6. Again, not an accountant. My math could be wrong. If you have trouble hitting that or you find yourself staying awake, try disconnecting from anything with blue light, so your cell phones, your tablets, your computers, before getting into bed. And I know many of you probably will come back to return to work for a couple hours after you take care of familial responsibilities, and then you'll try to go to bed right after you wrap up your work for the day. Well, your brain's still feeling the effect of that blue light, and it, that may cause you to stay awake. So try to disconnect from those devices, you know, an hour, or if you can't spend an hour, 30 minutes beforehand, and hopefully that will help you get to sleep. If you still have trouble getting to sleep, there's many different apps. I can think of Calm as one of them, where they have different sleep programs you can run through. I think even one is where they just tell you a story in a very low, relaxing voice to get you to sleep. That could be a possible solution as well. But the idea is to do what you can to get those seven to eight hours of quality sleep. Another thing you can do is embrace a healthy diet. The hormones that are released during hunger, so whenever you feel hangry, adversely affect our decision-making skills. So if you realize, hey, I didn't have time to grab breakfast for the morning, that is instantly going to affect your mood the second you walk in the office and realize, man, I'm starving and I have to wait how many hours until I can go take a lunch. One way to remediate that is to have healthy snacks on hand. Uh, different fruits that you bring in weekly, which you can place in, in front of those salty or fatty snacks you might otherwise snack on. Mixing up your offerings of apples, oranges, bananas, carrots, and mixed nuts will provide a variety and help all of us reduce overeating at lunch. You should also drink more water. As I kicked off this episode with, many of us are addicted to coffee to survive busy seasons, even though we know too much is bad for us. Consider filling up a water glass every time you fill up your coffee or your cup of tea. And don't get more until both are empty. Or better yet, and I know I've tried this and I didn't notice anything, but you might, switching to decaf in the afternoon, which could promote better sleep. Especially during COVID-19 times or any health crisis, we don't want you to spread sickness. 
So if you are not feeling well, avoid physical contact with other firm members by working from home. With the great remote access we have and the ability to stay connected through Teams, we can work as effectively as we can at home as we would in the office, as long as we're feeling up to it. One other thing you can do to stay physically healthy is to give yourself a healthy boost. And what I mean is, if you can't or don't eat a super healthy diet during busy season, one option might be to boost your immune system with vitamins and supplements. Now, some of them are controversial, some aren't. When you feel something coming on, perhaps you start to feel sickness, you can take an emergency, an airborne, or a green smoothie seems to help fight off that sickness or any combination of things that work for you. Whether it's mental or it's a truly physical thing, that act really helps your body trying to recuperate from whatever you might be feeling. Now, just as important as our physical health, we need to stay mentally healthy. Now, these two are correlated, but there's other things you can do to stay mentally healthy. For example, putting yourself in the present moment and reflect on your surroundings, often done through meditation. This can also be accomplished by reading or listening to music or walking around. Anything where you have the chance to disconnect from what you're doing and reconnect with just everything else around you. We can't always change the circumstances of our day, but we can change how we respond to them if we just take a moment to recenter ourselves and figure out what's going on. Connecting with others is a great way to maintain your mental health. You could step away from your office or your cubicle and make a call or text with a friend or family member for about 10 minutes just to say, hey, how are things going? It's the thought that counts for them just knowing, hey, I know this person's in busy season and they're reaching out. But it lets you know that you're thinking of them, that you're on their you're on their mind of people like, hey, we need to reconnect after busy season is over. And just that endorphin rush from just talking to somebody else besides looking at a computer or talking to your client, that can be beneficial as well. Optimizing your time is a, another great way to maintain your mental health. While we all have core hours and we understand that, hey, I'm going to be working from hypothetically seven to seven each day, we need to realize that we can, if we need to step away and do a workout class, you know, let's say it's 730 and we still have some work to do. We know we can be productive if we say, hey, I'm going to then work from nine to 10 and just wrap things up for the day. If you are the type that says, hey, I'm going to come in extremely early. So perhaps you come in at like a five or a six and you can get your things done. Or if you decide to stay a little bit later, work till like seven to eight. The freedoms we have to create that workplace will help you stay mentally healthy and realize, man, I don't have to try and jam everything into 12 hours. I may work a little bit more, but I won't feel that stress to just try and get everything done before they kick me out of the building. And as they say, on the seventh day, give yourself a break. Our bodies need rest probably one day a week where we can spend time with family or just mentally recharge. Doing this can help boost your morale instead of the dreaded mandatory Saturday feeling, which might conflict with family or personal activities. If you cannot make those family activities because you have to work on Saturday, see if you can make them work on Sunday or create alternative plans, but give yourself that day of rest. And finally, to stay mentally healthy, keep score. What we mean is to try and set a personal goal to do at least five positively healthy things each day and put a star or something on your calendar, whether it's physical or digital, as a visual reminder of the good choices you made during busy season. So perhaps it's, hey, I'm going to walk for 10,000 steps. I'm going to drink 100 ounces of water. I'm going to have two healthy snacks. I'm going to have a healthy lunch. And I'm going to 
wrap up all my work at seven so I can get to my workout class. If I'm not done, I'll just have to hop back on after. If you hit those five things over time, it'll start to snowball. You'll start to feel really good and your physical and your mental health will remain strong through the course of your busy season. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Coach's Corner. If you haven't already, be sure to register for the live session we'll have with Jim Skorbazinski, scheduled for February 2nd from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'll see you there, and we'll see you next time.